If you're planning a wedding, then this is a podcast for you with two shows per week and hosted by comedian and author Alicia McCormick. She'll help you become a bride chilla, make you laugh and realize chair covers are ridiculous. Yes, they are. This is your Friday quickie. Welcome to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. Alicia here. Apparently, I am too happy. That's what I was told yesterday, which made me laugh. I was in a cafe in London and a guy sort of said, why are you so happy? In a very accusatory tone. And I thought that was quite strange. And I said, because I'm Australian, I'm an optimist and I'm a good person. And then uh, hilariously after that, I was waiting in Waterloo train station in London, which is a big mother of a train station where people are always running and pushing no matter what day, what time of the day it is, what day it is. Someone's always in a hurry and someone is always really annoyed that you are in their way. And I was waiting in, there's a supermarket within the train station. I was waiting and there was an older guy, like an older guy, like a posho older guy. And he had his, he was holding his basket with his items in his basket. And his, he was sort of gently pushing me with his basket. And I was in the line. I was waiting with everyone else. And he was getting a bit poppy pants. He's like, oh, fucking, this, this line doesn't move faster. And then it came to my turn. I was the front row person, ready to go, waiting for them to call out because there's a whole row of checkouts. And I turned to him and I said, would you like to go next, sir? Because you seem like you're a little annoyed. I don't want you to be annoyed. Let's go. And just me saying that to him, you just watched him like look horrified that he'd been called out because English people do not like to be called out like that. And he's like, oh, no, no, do it. You go ahead first. I'm like, well, you're a fucking idiot for a starters. Get Get your attitude under control and stop being a weirdo. But also, I then, just sort of to spite him, spent longer at the checkout talking to a lovely lady and getting to know about her and her background. So don't mess with me with your bad attitudes because I will spite you with my kindness. I don't know if that makes me a good person or not. Anyway, thanks for letting me share that. I really appreciate it. My message to you today in the Friday Quickie is, you know, if someone's going to be a dick behind you in a line... Just out-friendly them because it's a better way than getting angry. There it is. Put that on a T-shirt. Happy to be here with you today sharing a couple of messages and questions on the Friday Quickie. If you haven't heard the Friday Quickie before, it's becoming a regular thing, it seems. (laughs) It was going to be a little experiment, but I think it's really fun and it's a really good way for me to get through a couple of quick questions. Not get through, but you know what I mean respond to a couple of quicker questions and topics and thoughts. I'm really excited this week. I have been cramming in the podcast records because Rich and I are heading back to Australia. Very excited. Nothing will change. If you receive my newsletter, you would have perhaps received it today. Um, I just talk a little bit about what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, can I just say jump on board, guys, jump on board. And if you subscribe, you get a free copy of The Guide to Getting Hitched, which is my book that I wrote a couple of years ago, which I'm now giving away for free because I would rather give it to you for free than charge five bucks on Amagron. Amagron is a new, very less successful service, five bucks on Amagron, uh, and just be able to share my stuff with you. Because as a creative person, I think the more people that read your things and get involved, the better. So if you subscribe to the newsletter, I give you the book and you get one email from me a week, which is basically where I just have a chat to you, really. You don't have to read it. I get lots of people reading it, though, and lots of people responding, which I love. 
So anyway, in today's newsletter, I talk about uh, what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yes, Rich and I are going to Australia. We're going to be reintroduced to the sun. Don't let this accent fool you. I live in London and uh, I haven't seen that thing for quite a while. My skin is so pale, it's almost translucent. It's freaky. As an Australian, again, we like a tan, a safe tan, I want to say. We use an SPF. But I feel like a part of me is missing without that sun. So I'm going to top up on the sun. And also I'm taking my microphone down under. And uh, I said down under in an English accent, which is a bit weird. Uh, Down under and do some great interviews as well. But in the meantime, I've been cramming to interview some amazing people for January. Because January is a big month in the wedding world. If you don't know, that's when a lot of people get engaged and a lot of people lose their minds trying to organize a wedding in a month when they don't have to. It's when they first get engaged. Do you remember those the heady days of initial engagement time when you go, oh, I've got to plan everything right now. And then you realize that's crazy. Just relax. So January is a big time, I've heard, amongst all my wedding blogger friends and planner friends. You've got to crack on. So I thought, I'm going to go on holiday. I'm going to do a little bit of advanced recording, which I don't do very often, and then record Q&As live, well, sort of live on a delay from Australia. So you'll get to hear those. But I have amazing, amazing guests that I could have only sort of dreamed about a year ago, and now they're all sort of coming on the show, which is really nice. And just fun interviews. My whole goal for this show is to bring you fun stuff and also try and, you know, expand your horizons and perspectives a little bit challenge you and uh, have a good time. I've been writing my book, Bride Chiller. I think it's going to be called Bride Chiller. I'd like your feedback on that. It's going to have Bride Chiller in the title. I haven't quite finished the book yet, so it's still a work in progress. And uh, I have been working on a sexy chapter, and that's going to sound gross. (laughs) Oh, yuck. I just said it out loud, and it sounds disgusting. It's like your mum talking about sex. That's not what it's like. But it's been sort of interesting because I think sex is something we don't talk about on this show very much. And maybe we should talk about it a bit more. So I don't want to be gross. Sex is not gross. Stop it. But, you know, I want to talk about the idea that you know, you want to have a healthy sex life and you want to make sure that you pay attention to that part of your life. But also, you know what you like. There it is. So I would like to introduce a little bit of that next year without getting too... No, I don't care. I can get to whatever. It's my podcast, whatever. So I was writing this chapter yesterday and um, it's been really fun expanding and broadening my horizons as a writer as well and perhaps going, listen, for so many years I've been writing probably because I've been under a publisher and people have been and having agents saying, well, you probably shouldn't say that or do that because people would think, blah, or think, blah. And because I'm going to self-publish this book, which means I own all the rights to it, I sell it, and if you buy it, I get the money. It's not like I'm giving, honestly, three quarters or more to someone else after you give money to a publisher and an agent and all this sort of stuff. So I think I don't have to fit to their weird boundaries. If I want to write a chapter, which I'm going to, called Buy Vibrator, fuck it, I'm doing it. There it is. If you found that offensive, I'm sorry, but, but maybe we should talk a little bit more about why you probably should buy a vibrator, or even not a vibrator. Just enjoy yourself. There it is. Have I said too much? I haven't said enough. That's my sexy voice, by the way. If all else fails, I'm going to go on Fiverr and just do voiceovers and just do my my happy voice like this one. And then I could do my sexy voice like this one. And I could do my English accent and just do voiceovers like that. 
It's probably where it's going to go. If the vibrator chapter doesn't work and people get offended and start unsubscribing to this podcast, that's probably where I'm going to end up. So think before you unsubscribe. Don't unsubscribe. Don't unsubscribe. Right. Golly, I've nearly taken up all the time just talking about myself. I apologize. This email is from the wonderful Amanda, who contacted me via savethedatepodcast.com. She simply clicked on the link that says connect, and uh, she sent me an email. Very easy, very easy. Alicia, I'm so excited to finally be sending you a question. I believe I found you by just searching wedding podcast. See, she's great because she's answered a question. I always say, if you write to me, let me know how you found me really helps me figure out how to find more of you. Uh, she says, I have been, I had been listening to this podcast called Sword and Scale, which is a bunch of crazy crime stories. Oh, I like that. I'll Google that. I'm a forensic scientist, so this stuff interests me. Good. See, that's the wonderful thing about podcasting. You can find all sorts of shit, lots of different stuff. Uh, then she goes on and said, but they got really dark, so I needed something uplifting. <laughs> So glad I found you because since then I have binge listened to all of your episodes and I am obsessed. I've been listening in New York City and mostly during my casework and commuting. Thank you. You get 10 gold stars, Amanda, because that is what I want to hear. I want to hear where you listen, why you listen, how you found me. So my question slash dilemma. First of all, I believe I have way too many bridesmaids. Eight. But I couldn't imagine any of these ladies not being there with me on my big day. Great. If you know why you've got these people there and you want them all there, again, high fives. So I am dealing with it. I want to do the whole mix and match bridesmaids dresses, which is way harder than I thought. I'm looking for various shades of dark blue dresses in different styles and plan on putting my maid of honor and matron of honor in sparkly blue. Ooh, I like that. The more I think about it, though, the more I'd like to have two more girls in sparkly beaded dresses. Question time. How can I do this and still have the maid of honours stand apart? I'm doing dress shopping tomorrow with a couple of girls, so any advice would be amazing. Absolutely love the show. It has kept me sane throughout all the planning. Thank you so much for everything. And then she's done a great little heart using a V and a three. It's not a V at all. It's a sideways V. Amanda. Okay, Amanda, I love this question. I love that you are stepping outside the box with your chicks. I feel a little stressed for you with eight people. I don't really even know eight people. I do know eight people, but eight people that I would have as a bridesmaid. So you seem like a top bird, as my dad would say, a top bird with lots of good friends. Now, when it comes to the dresses, are you going, obviously it sounds like you're going to be choosing who's going to wear with the sparkly beaded dresses. I mean, to be honest, maybe you throw it out to the crowd. And I say the crowd, they're your eight girls. <laughs> because I myself am not a sparkly dress sort of gal. I like the look of them, but I couldn't really imagine myself wearing one, perhaps. So perhaps that there are two girls, ladies, women. Girls makes it sound like we're all in high school. Women, wonderful ladies in your bridal party, your maid chillers, who you who maybe want to wear them. Maybe you could ask, who would like to wear the flashy, sparkly one? Question I have for you is, are you picking the mix and match? Are you opening it up to them saying just wear a navy dress i mean i love the navy that's a very nice idea um so i suppose the question yeah the question i have for you throwing it back at you is is there some sort of choice amongst them or are they going to draw straws i think sparkly dresses can look great on everyone but also depending if are they tight are they are they uh Disco ball sparkly dresses. Again, some people suit this stuff and can wear it well confidently and other people go, for the love of God, 
if you make me look like a disco ball, I'll fucking kill you. I will fucking kill you. So I think it's probably up to the individuals and your perception, understanding of their fashion sense, what they're going to feel comfortable in, who will rock the hell out of the sparkly dress. I also think if you are going to be putting the maid of honor and the matron of honor, that's like a vocal warm up in sparkly blue. They're going to set. They're going to sort of set aside, be different anyway. So, to me, I don't think it's necessarily about making them look different. I think the real challenge, if you are choosing bridesmaids' dresses with perhaps not their input or you're choosing their stuff, is really helping them dress for their personality and making them feel fabulous. Because I really think there's been a bit of a change in the industry of actually saying we don't have to have matchy-matchy. No one's got to look the same. You should embrace individual style, shape, uh, you know, their vibes more than going, you're all going to wear the same dress and look like cookie cutters. Because that doesn't really work for a lot of people. I mean, if you look like a lot of the people on the Amazing Style Me Pretty website where everyone is sort of blonde and gorgeous and size 10, not that that's the ideal size. I'm not saying that, but they all sort of look like they're from a magazine. Great. If you are surrounded by hideously attractive people, awesome, and people that can wear satin without showing every bloody bump and bend that we have, great. But again, I don't really know any of those people in real life, and I'm happy about that. So I love that you were saying, let's mix and match. Let's have a bit of a change. And I think also going for color like you're doing, Amanda, like navy, it's very attractive people wear it very well it's like black black and navy man it's hard to get that wrong i say it's hard to get that wrong and i'm probably going to get emails but it's really nice that you're going for that option but still having the unity uh, of a color and a theme because that works as well so i would say please don't stress about the other two the maid and matron of honor not standing out i know that they'll stand out in their own special way and also with the other sparkly dresses, I say either put it to the group and have a general consensus or pick two of the chicks that will rock the sparkly dress and make it work. Is that an answer? I hope that's an answer. I salute you for having eight people and, uh, you know, eight made chillers, if they're all doing the job, is pretty awesome. I think it's wonderful that you've got eight close friends that you couldn't see the day without. I think that's beautiful. You must be a really top lady. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you've chosen, Amanda, to uh, not chosen to move away from the darkness of that other podcast, which I'm going to download, but also that you've just expanded your options. Can I just say, I really, like, if you go on my iPhone and look at my podcast selections, I've got lots of small business podcasts or business and entrepreneur podcasts. I love Shaleen Johnson. If you've never heard of her, check her out. She does a really great podcast called Build Your Tribe. And she's also got another one called The Shaleen Show, where she just talks about health and fitness and being a better person. It's not wanky. It's inspirational without going too far. I don't know. I love her. She's great. But then I also love Serial. And I also love now this great podcast. I met the hosts a couple of weeks ago on a show called My Dad Wrote a Porno, which is fucking hilarious. And, uh, you know, it, it's amazing, the options there. So I say, yeah, embrace the, vari- the variations and the variants of podcasts available. And here's my challenge to you. If you have a podcast that you bloody love, would you please send it to me? Maybe tweet it or screen grab it and Instagram it to me. 
or Facebook it or bloody email it to me because I love learning about new podcasts and also being able to share and connect with them because it's a great community and I feel like podcasters need to support each other. So like Amanda did, suggesting that she'd listen to this other podcast, uh, what was it called? It was called Sword Sword and Scale. It's Friday, I'm sorry. Sword and Scale, I'm going to Google them. Um, It's just really nice to be able to share and also be inspired. Because, as I said, podcasts are awesome, they're free, and they're great. Final thought in the Friday Quickie, which is not so quick, but I promise it's quick, is if you aren't into the idea or you're not ready to purchase a bride chiller, maid chiller, tote or t-shirt, and if you perhaps aren't in the financial position to make a donation to me, tote's cool. A dono, that's fine. But here's the thing I forgot to mention, that if you are an Amazon.com or .co.uk or wherever you are user, did you know if you use my affiliate link, if you click on a link on my website and then buy something, that you will actually be helping me out? How you say? Well, here it is. Amazon, as an Amazon affiliate, if you click on my link and buy something through my website, no matter what it is, it does not have to be wedding related. It could be a bloody car jack for your car. I don't know, whatever you want to buy on Amazon, anything. They pay me a royalty. They give me a little bit of money, like a tiny bit of money. But to be honest, I think about how often I use Amazon. Now, I can't use my own affiliate link. They know that. They're really clever because they're Amazon. (laughs) Trust me, I've tried and they go, forget it. You're not getting any money. Just pay your own stuff. But if you use it and uh, go about your normal shopping, then it helps me out. So I just wanted to ask you if you are planning on shopping over the next week or two or year and you just go to savethedatepodcast.com and uh, you can go to the support page, click on the link there. It basically will just take you to Amazon, do your shopping as per normal and I'll get a little cut. There it is. Not a biggie. If you don't want to do it, no pressure. It's just an idea. Gosh, don't talk yourself down, Alicia. All right, until Monday's episode. Oh, it's such a good episode. I have the wonderful Melissa. She is a former, well, she's a real still current bride chiller. She is someone that I started to uh, communicate with over a year ago. She is a bride chiller. She has been there and done that. She is outspoken and wonderful and just a great guest. She talks all about her wedding, how she overcame some pretty big dramas prior to the wedding and on the wedding day even. And uh, she talks real. We talk about depression. We talk about happiness. We talk about all the things that uh, she went through to plan an awesome day with her partner, Brandon. And I'm delighted to have her on the show. If you haven't subscribed, do so. I'm winding it up now. I love you all. Thank you for your time. Bye, Vibrator. Goodbye. Happy days.